Hello, everybody. This is the Workrate Podcast. This is our Rampage review. I am joined for the first time for the Rampage <laughs> review by Brad Hardcastle. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. How are you, Mike? I am good. Uh, Rampage was awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I forgot how cool an hour-long wrestling show can be. It's just breezy. You get in, get out. And that's how we're going to approach this podcast. We're, we don't have notes. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided not to do that. I decided we'll just go by the seat of our pants. And uh, if it's a train wreck, maybe next time we'll have notes. Yeah. We'll find <laughs> um, Having notes is a lot of the time because of like all the different angles and the run-ins and the promos that I have to keep track of. Mm-hmm. Um, there were no promos. So... Uh, this this will be a bit easier in that sense. Um, first, we it's only been a couple of days, but there's news. <laughs> um, so let's run through that. Well, actually, this news segment might be a little bit longer than normal. Um, because last night, the two companies, or two of the... I guess you could say all three companies had news. <laughs> Essentially, the, the working universe of wrestling outside WWE had a big night. Yeah. So it started off with uh, AAA doing their Triple Mania, yes. which is their version of WrestleMania, and uh, co-headline with with their main event, which I did not watch, was it was okay. The main event was Kenny okay. Omega versus Andrade El Idolo, and I thought I actually loved that match. There, some people are lo- online are saying that Andrade is still a little slow, and maybe is still shaking off the ring rust and maybe is working with a bigger body now. So he has to figure out how to use that a bit better. I thought he was great. Yeah. I thought the match was really good. It was a lot of fun. I liked Ric Flair was there. That was crazy. Like I thought it was the pacing was a little slower than most Kenny Omega matches, but I also, Excuse me, I ate twenty chicken nuggets again. Um, uh, I thought the um, I thought the pacing of the Christian Cage match, which we'll get to, was also a little slower, mm-hmm. and I don't think either were really held back by that. Um, no. So I just I find it interesting the the dichotomy between the reception of those two matches. I think maybe it's the result. Um, yeah. So Kenny Omega won the match, and I thought Andrade was for sure going to win. Everybody thought Andrade was for sure going to win. Um, but Kenny won, and he won with the help of Conan with Ric Flair in the <laughs> corner of Andrade, which was cool as hell. Yeah. Now I kind of wish Chavo would go away. Yeah, just have Ric Flair <laughs> be his manager. I wonder if he shows up on Dynamite this week. He may, but it would be a little weird now yeah. to have done like three different people in the corner of Andrade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the person who works best would be Flair. So that's kind of, it's like, ah, shit. I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't have planned for him to be released. Yeah. But maybe Chavo was a special advisor. And now he, I advise you to get this manager. I don't know. Because... Andrade kind of hits the same notes as uh, as 
or sorry, it's the same notes as Chavo sometimes. They kind of step on each other's toes a little bit. Mm-hmm. I guess part of that is he sort of functions as an interpreter, so you kind of need yeah. that guy who can understand Spanish, which I, I'm sure Flair knows a little bit now at this point. But yeah. He looked I, awesome out there. Yeah, I he looked like he's having Flair so much fun. I think AEW has to use him now. Yeah. I think like it would be stupid not to sign him and to use him. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he, he has like just... a, a 90 day. I know down in Mexico, they don't really care about that sort of thing. Cause like, no. when, um, um, but I would, yeah, I, but him coming in and just being part of Andrade's like uh inner circle mm-hmm. to, for lack of a better term, yeah, for a, a huge lack of a better term, um, is entourage. Yes, there we go. His <laughs> his little crime family mm-hmm. um, would be cool. Like have him and Chavo. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Just have like he Andrade come out with like forty dudes. I think that'd be kind of cool. He'd look like a mob, even more of a mob boss if he came out with just a bunch of people. Yeah, he embodies money. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I think it would be awesome. And people love Ric Flair on TV. If people think Ric Flair is going to be on TV, they watch. Mm-hmm. So sure. yeah, there's and something got physical to be said too, there, which is cool. He chopped Kenny. Yeah, he cool he got Kenny. physical. I thought his punch looked better than his chop. His work punches are always so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he knows how to throw. Like, nobody throws punches like Ric Flair did. Mm-hmm. It looks real. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I thought it was great. I thought uh, Andrade looked much better than before. I do. People also don't like his pants. I think it's fine. Yeah. Um. I think he, as I said before, he looks like a Streets of Rage boss yeah. or like a Final Fight boss, and mm-hmm. I like that. He looks like he's at a like Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, he's just yeah. I think it's cool. But people again don't really like the pants either, so mm-hmm. I don't know. They're, uh, I guess he's not doing exactly what they want. Yeah, you just got so they're upset. Play out the way it's going to play out. Sometimes I bad. think just trust it. Mm-hmm. But you, uh, you saw some news, so. Yeah, uh, I guess Meltzer had said that the finish of the match was changed uh, due to AEW's request so that Kenny could keep the title. So I'm guessing they're going to keep the belt collector going, which is kind of crazy because this is that was Triple A's WrestleMania. So you'd think they'd be like, uh, no, we want to do this story. But, you know, when you're working with other companies, you got to play to play nice and stuff. So I'm sure it, it'll Andrade will definitely have the title before the year's over Mm -hmm. and uh it leads me to believe when we get to the christian match here in a minute of what what's probably going to happen at all out now i have a theory so i'll talk about it when we get to the christian match but yeah it's pretty crazy yeah i with that news i tend to so at the end of the match andrade walked up the ramp and then he came back and the finish within triple a they have they have heel refs. Mm-hmm. There are some refs that will um, they'll drag the hand of the heel performer to the ropes during a submission. They'll get physical sometimes. They quick count for the uh, for the heels and they do slow counts for the faces. And this ref screwed Andrade. Yeah, he was playing face in this. Kenny was heel, and he, so Andrade came back into the into the ring and. He pointed at Kenny, pointed at the belt, gestured to it, and said, like, we're doing this again. Mm-hmm. So my theory is, 
like based off of that, I thought like, okay, we're probably going to see this, the rematch in AEW. Yeah, I can and see that. I not, I'm my opinion is that I'm 90% sure that we are going to definitely see it in AEW now. And I think that AEW wants that title switch in AEW. Mm-hmm. I think that's why they pivoted where they, why they allowed them to change it because they're like, okay, well we still get our, the champion that we want. Mm-hmm. We just don't get it right now. Yeah. Like maybe this switch happens. I don't know on TV and on, for Andrade's first big win or who knows it could be happening sooner than we think um yeah who knows yeah it's um I don't watch too much Lucha Libre so I I can't really comment too much on what goes on down there so but yeah it's I mean it was a good match crazy finish and it looks like we're gonna get more of it and I thought they were together so I'm excited they tend from just based off of knowing the timeline of Kenny having the belt, they tend not to defend it that much. Mm-hmm. And that could have been due to the pandemic because they really got hit hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Um, I tend to, I don't know what, I have no idea when this match is going to happen. They've really blown all of our theories and timing out of the water mm-hmm. in terms of what they're doing in AW, And that's exciting because AW's whole thing for the longest time has been it's very episodic i love the long-term storytelling but it makes it a little predictable yeah yeah you can there's nothing predictable about what's happening now i have no idea what's going on it's actually kind of confusing Mm -hmm. in a good way it's like ah, i'm not used to aw doing this so it's good to spice things up every now and then get keep people guessing makes you want to tune in yeah, so that's exciting. And then later on in the night, like immediate, immediately afterwards, and I think it may have even overlapped a bit, um, New Japan did their resurgence show at the Torch in LA. Yeah, the um, first like 30, 45 minutes of the New Japan show was over the last two matches of the AAA show. So I had one on my phone and one on my TV. It's it kind of crazy watching two wrestling shows at once and trying to pay attention. You know what? I'm going to let you talk about this one again because you watched more of it. Mm-hmm. I got the broad strokes. Okay. Yeah, so uh, they, the the big takeaways concerning AEW is John Moxley wrestled the Good Brothers and his partner was uh, Eugene Nagata, which was cool. They, they were rivals, now they're friends, which is cool. But the I think the well, I guess Will Ospreay showed back up, which is uh, I'm not a huge fan of Will Ospreay, but he did talk crap about AEW, so he, we may be seeing him show up there. He's got the he's got his own version of the New Japan belt still, saying he's the true champ. So yeah, he, he said, kept his. It was sort of like when WWE, like when a guy leaves, he keeps his belt. Mm-hmm. So he was saying, "I never actually dropped the belt, yeah. so I still have this, and I'm going to defend this." Yeah, and he so specifically name called John Moxley, saying that mm-hmm. you know when for a year he didn't defend the belt and he never lost it and stuff like that. But he also said, "Whoever wants to come through the door that he kicked down, they could come over and fight him for the belt." So maybe we'll see AEW guys show up. Maybe he'll show up on AEW. But the biggest news concerning AEW was Hiroshi Hiroshi Tanahashi, Go Ace, and Lance Archer fought for the U.S. title. And uh, uh, Tanahashi won. And Moxley was watching front row, and he was pretty pissed off that Tanahashi won. So I still think that they're going to have a match at All Out for the U.S. title, which will be 
awesome. And you had said that uh, Lance Archer um, was uh, said he wants Tanahashi first. So maybe we'll get a rematch between them between now and uh, all out. They got lots of shows to fill now where they can have that match. So it's well, yeah, because you can't just have Tanahashi show up and then there's a match. <laughs> you got to have him show up and get physical first. Yeah. So if it was like we've scheduled the rematch for the Lance Archer match on Rampage or on Dynamite or whatever, mm-hmm. like I would do it on Rampage. Yeah, specifically. Be cool. Yeah, because um, lots of people tune into Rampage to see Tanahashi, and then you could do after. If Tanahashi beats Archer again, then you could do the New Japan style of Mox coming out to challenge him, get that big mm-hmm. crowd reaction. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's the big news coming from the New Japan show. It was cool though. Really? It was like outside. It was a lot of fun to watch. We had the Gorillas of Destiny showed up. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. They showed up, challenge, uh, got in the Good Brothers face. So I'm, we got to see Gorillas of Destiny. They're going to go with the Good Brothers first, but we got to see him versus the Young Bucks while they're here mm-hmm. in the states. Certainly, absolutely, it's it's happening. Mm-hmm. They're they're around. They want to have the big matches. They've mm-hmm. been they've been obviously we're going to get them with the Good Brothers first. Yeah. I'm curious where that match happens. Whether yeah. it's Impact, New Japan, or AW. AW is the least likely, but you never know. Have cause... have two tag teams from two different companies fight on neutral ground. <laughs> I think uh I think having it with New Japan would be cooler although Gorillas of Destiny have I think it's most likely happening in Impact cuz they have a very much a takeover kind mm-hmm. of feel to them. Yeah. They're they seem like invading guys. Yeah. That just seems like something that and with Jay White's already there. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense. Yeah. And then I think once they roll over Impact, they're going to be like, oh, hey, <laughs> AEW, what's up? Yeah. Um, I heard uh, Jay White mentioned AEW on that telecast as well. Oh, okay. I was watching on my phone, so I did not okay. too high. So like promos and stuff, I couldn't. Really I don't hear. know for sure. I just saw something on, uh, I'm sure he did. on Twitter saying that he mentioned them, saying that he is he calls the himself, new belt collector. Yeah, he calls himself the like. real belt collector. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's obviously a reference to Kenny. So that's going to happen at some point. Yeah, I think we're we're probably at some point going to see Kenny versus Osprey. We're probably at some point going to see Kenny versus Jay White. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell, Ishii's well, in the United States now. Have him come over and fight someone. Totally. <laughs> um, one thing that I did, I pointed out at one point this week, and this could be a complete coincidence. But I'm sure with some intent, um, Jay or New Japan released a Jay White shirt because he's won all the belts mm-hmm. in New Japan. Um, it said uh, Grand Slam Club mm-hmm. on his New Japan shirt, and Grand Slam is the name of the Arthur Ashe New York show in AEW. So I don't know if that is just a clever way to sort of hop on the aw hype train using those words or if it's like a sneaky little hint mm-hmm. that he might be uh showing up there yeah could be both oh they also new japan they ran a video package during the show saying like they look forward to continuing building uh brands with their their new partners and it showed aw and impact so that's so fucking fun man. yeah <laughs> 
a year ago we didn't think well here's the thing is like uh and we're seeing it with the cm punk stuff as well specifically with what he's said lately is that a lot lots of people took a wait and see approach with AEW, and now mm-hmm. they're like okay we see yeah yeah <laughs> we yeah. waited now we see yeah. now it's time like they're the real deal let's go mm-hmm. which is cool it's a lot of fun like last night was so much fun and then with the rampage on friday like this was a good weekend of wrestling yeah it's fantastic mm-hmm. okay so let's jump into the aw show um okay so this started with kenny versus um christian cage and i think that's the first time i've said his last name i always just call him <laughs> christian because i don't yeah. even like to call him christian cage, christian cage. Um, instant classic yes uh i thought this match was fantastic. I yeah, thought it got so much a fun. huge pop at the end, but for the for the first half, I was like, "This is pretty slow." I was mm-hmm. like, "I I wasn't sure if they were pulling it off because it was a huge styles clash. It's very much like the the early two thousands or like late nineties style of WWE yeah. versus the new style of wrestling now." Yeah, and um, and Christian has been to be very respectful of him a little boring or a little vanilla in aw so far like he's still he's he wrestles reserved mm-hmm. compared to everybody else but this was easily his best match and i thought as soon as they came back from the commercial break fuck this match was fantastic yeah what did you think of it i liked it a lot uh I was sad that my power went out right before Rampage started because of storm in here, so I <laughs> missed it. I had to go back and watch it. I caught the end when my power came back on, but but yeah. So yeah, this match was a lot of fun. That um, you you talked about it too uh, on texts. That sunset flip power bomb was oh my god, amazing. that was that was a new Japan bump from mm-hmm. Kenny if I've ever seen one. Yeah, I know. There's a bunch of reports that Kenny's wrestling hurt, but man, he does not wrestle like it. He, no, he doesn't. Just, like uh, the only thing people say is that like oh his his body looks a little heavier like mm-hmm. yeah maybe he's not able to work out yeah, in the same way I don't know what it is yeah. or he's just getting older and that's what happens yes but though, but I've heard he's had a hernia so if he has a hernia then lifting weights is no you can't question yeah. or rip yourself in half yeah but yeah this match was a lot of fun it it uh, I liked the the styles clash of you know the little bit. I guess you could call it old school now because early two thousands is twenty years ago now. Yeah, the old man, school style. scary. Yes, yeah. terrifying. <laughs> the old school style versus the the new school style of Kenny. It, it's good. I mean, Christian is he's he's he wrestles slower, but it's deliberate. Like you could tell he's he's been doing it for a while. His, his storytelling is really good in the ring, and mm-hmm. it, it was it was a lot of fun. The, the ending was awesome. Uh, the bucks coming out. Yeah, in like the. Uh, I mean the the ref distraction was a little long. I think it the, was it was a I think the bucks it took, took a while. A little, the bucks took a little too long to come out, but other than that, it was fine. But uh, yeah, so yeah, they tossed that chair into Kenny. Uh, Kenny sets it up, and then he gets foisted by his own petard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he tried gets, to uh, one wing angel Christian on it. Christian gets out, unprettiers him on it, and Kenny just just fate just dove face first into that chair like bump of his life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like look like a neck snapper there mm-hmm. so and i felt so good christian got a kingly pop mm-hmm. yeah the, for the that place for that nuts. ending yeah the like everybody's shirt came off mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. everyone was so excited um jungle boy and yeah, the I, came down and celebrated with him and it was a good time 
It was good. Yeah, and then they in the back they were doing their uh they had their celebration with the champagne and all that, which is cool. But now it's like, okay, um so then everybody thought that Ken okay, this is the downfall of Kenny. Kenny's now gonna lose to Andrade. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? Like some this people is... are like, this makes no sense. I'm always firmly in the camp of just let AW play out because it yeah, always you, turns out well in the end. Yeah, you just gotta. I think some people just. It's. I don't want to sound like an old man or something. It's just the kind of how we live nowadays. You know, people want that instant gratification from storytelling. You know, so you, sometimes you just gotta let stuff play out. But I think to spice up their match at All Out, it's going to be Champ versus Champ. And mm-hmm. Kenny's totally winning that. He's going to get the Impact titles back. And then the Arthur Ashe Stadium shows when we finally get Hangman and Kenny, and then that's the true downfall of Kenny. Yes. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and I think we will see the... the uh, I think we will see Andrade take that belt yeah. on in AEW. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, they'll definitely do it on a... Probably the show after uh just have kenny lose him like back to back to back to back and then you can just do the whole story of him being downtrodden and upset or just let him take time off to heal but yeah he's, <laughs> he's gonna beat Pac, mm-hmm. and then he's going to maybe um after our thrash obviously because that's likely the uh hangman's spot mm-hmm. and then after that we probably see Kenny lose to uh yeah drop them in quick succession and then he'll he'll leave mm-hmm. and I think a good person to take that final belt off of or the the person to event like it's funny that we're thinking of Kenny having the impact title back mm-hmm. again already even though he doesn't even have it but he's probably as you said it, it would make the only thing is that Kenny would not have been at the impact tapings mm-hmm so who knows? Because the impact tapings were yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Because I know Christian; they've already announced that he he's on there and he's having a match the twentieth for the title against Brian Myers, I think. So yeah. So is however this uh, taping sorcery that they do plays out. Yeah, they um, take like two, three months worth of shows in like two days. So like, he may not even be the timing might might not even work out for him to take the title back from. From Christian. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that, but I definitely, well, maybe they won't do title versus title, but that that's the theory I'm sticking to, title versus title. Yeah, because I, w- I would like um, Jay White or or Chris Bay to, to take the Impact title. It doesn't matter who they take it from, but then to have an end of yo guy, to have a Bullet Club guy having Kenny's old belt would be pretty cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, I'd like that idea. And then have Jay White do it. Have Jay White start doing his belt collecting. Mm -hmm. And then when Kenny comes back, you can have Jay White and Kenny fight. Mm -hmm. There's so many things they can do now. (laughs) Like everything's all blown out. The possibilities are are endless at this point. It's very exciting. But you have no idea what's going to happen anymore. Christian Cage having the impact belts, even though when he had the belts, they were still with the NWA. But it's just cool to see Christian have that because that's when I became. I, I liked Christian in WWE, but when he went to Impact, like. He even talked about it in his promo before the match, like they gave him a chance and proved that he could be a main eventer. And like he he really had a like a really good main event run in in Impact when he was there. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's it was like those feel good feel goods, you know, makes you feel all warm. Absolutely. 
Oh, all right. Before Let's... we go to the next match, oh. what would you think of the uh, the four man booth? I saw some people didn't like it. Mm. You know what? I didn't dislike it as much as everybody else did, because w- largely because uh, Mark Henry didn't really talk that much on it. Yeah, so it I didn't seem like a f- going backstage. To me. Yeah, I liked him like being out there and then going backstage to do interviews. I thought that was cool. My biggest gripe was maybe Chris Jericho was just Jericho. excited, but yeah, yeah, was... people aren't people aren't up on Jericho. <laughs> yeah, sometimes the like good promo guys don't make good commentators because they. But I mean, he was—he's been fine when he's done it before. But he just was extra excited on Friday. Like, well, like, he has his rock star, oh yeah, mm-hmm. thing that he likes to do, and he just took that and made that an hour mm-hmm. of oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then. Yeah. But I just like uh, Excalibur and Taz, so he should just put them. And I'd be happy with that. They're—they're they're like the best uh, duo. <laughs> But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I saw some people complain. It's fine, but yeah, j- just Jericho needs a drinks a little decaf before he Excalibur comes out. and. T- I think Jericho can be great. Mm-hmm. We've heard him be great. Yeah, yeah. I just Even think when he, he needs did to it at the beginning tone of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because at the when he at the beginning of the pandemic stuff, he was commentating and he was great. That's how we got Pineapple Pete and stuff. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he was. I think he was just excited, which is ex- you know big new show for the company you're working for. So. I think, um, and I didn't necessarily notice this, but I heard that um, people thought that he sort of toned it. Chill, people upstairs. Um, (laughs) I heard that um, he toned it back a little bit as as the show went on, so he might have, they might have been in his ear being like, okay, Jeff, uh, Chris, bring it down from 11 to like a 7. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's because he has a lot of knowledge. So I really I like his uh, of all the veterans that they have that have done commentary, Paul White or Mark Henry. I think he's probably the best mm-hmm. of those guys. Taz is very good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jericho actually wrestling right now has a little more current knowledge, and you absolutely need Excalibur. I oh, think yeah. he really helps um again yeah as i said mark henry he didn't really say much on -hmm. the booth and then i think he may have just left after like the first match yeah yeah i don't remember hearing him after the first match because he was just doing a bunch of backstage but he's really good in the backstage stuff i like him well he's an interviewer that's his profession now Mm -hmm. essentially so let him do that that's where he's at his best Mm -hmm. and uh i think they'll learn from that yeah I, saw I know he commentators out. don't even really like big booths. Yeah. I saw him tweet out something. People were like, I miss you, Mark. Where can I watch you now? He's like, AEW, AEW. He's just tweeting out AEW like over and over again or something, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the next match, I this was perfect. It was mm-hmm. perfect. Um, so we had Fuego come out to huge Fuego chants. We had uh, Miro come out to his godly war horns mm-hmm. um which is it's he sounds like the like it's out of lord of the rings like he's the wukai coming out yeah to the death horns um then he comes out he gets in he gets in the ring and immediately gets hit by a tornado ddt yeah i was like oh i was like that's okay that's something yeah before the belly fuego break. always struggles to get mm-hmm. off that tornado ddt I mean, you don't watch Dark as much, but he's always trying to get it, and he can never get it. 
but he when like he does, three he, of them, right? <laughs> yeah, he got his one win with the tornado mm-hmm. DDT, I believe. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so he hit three of these, and Miro's on the outside, and we're like, oh my god, they're gonna do the uh, the count out. He gets his contract. He doesn't have to take the title off Miro. This is very smart. Miro gets in, Machka kick, or no, sorry, he catches him. He goes for another tornado DDT and he catches him. I don't remember what he does. Uh, it was a Samoan drop. Yeah, 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 it's a big Samoan drop. And then the Machka kick, which I love. Mm-hmm. And uh, Fuego's pretty much dead at this yeah. point. He just he locks the uh, the game over on an unconscious body basically mm-hmm. and uh snaps snaps him right in half and this is a perfect guy for that to happen to because he's so flexible mm-hmm. <laughs> like he does dead better than anybody yeah as we've said this is the third death of fuego yeah third death of fuego yeah and then uh um Miro rips the contract presents the title to god it was so awesome <laughs> and then they go to commercial then they, and come back. Then they go to commercial break. <laughs> so Fuego's been lying dead the whole time. Yeah. He's been dead for 10 minutes, yeah. um, which would be really funny for the live crowd. Mm-hmm. Just a dead Fuego. <laughs> yeah. Like lying limp in the ring. And then they come back and he stands up and he's like hurt. And he's sort of waving to the crowd like I tried my best. And um, then Sammy, Sammy Guevara's music hits. Sammy Guevara. <laughs> and Sammy Guevara comes out with uh with big TK, TK and yeah. TK does the little Hulk Hogan point, the NWO mm-hmm. point, and sends him to the ring with a contract. And f- apparently, this came from Cassidy Haynes at BodySlam.net. He he had no idea, so yeah. he was not signed. He did not have a contract. I thought he was signed for sure, and they're just doing it for story. And they probably told him, like, good things are coming for you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they wouldn't string him along like this, because that's kind of mean. Yeah. But um, they did not know that that contract was going to come out. Or he didn't on the mm-hmm. air. Apparently, the only person who, know, who knew was Sammy. And when he... The look on Fuego's face when they came out, he started bawling I know, immediately. I know, I was like, oh my god, Fuego. Mm-hmm. At first, because obviously I thought he was signed already and they were just doing this for entertainment. I was like, wow, he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. Like Those were His weird. face just turned to like jello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just melted behind yeah. that mask. I don't know how you get so much emotion from behind a mask, but yeah. it was there. You could see it, yeah. And what Sammy say, like, you're like 50 and 0, but these people still love you. <laughs> yeah, you're you're one in fifty. Yeah, one in fifty. These people still love you, and then like everyone started chanting "Fuego," and they're in Pittsburgh, so everyone had those terrible towels. And then uh, he got he got signed, which is, and then they immediately put up the El Fuego, or Fuego del Sol is uh, all elite uh, on Twitter. So good, I love yeah. it. That was really really nice and heartwarming because otherwise it's a huge downer for the crowd which knew mm-hmm. it was going to be a downer anyways yeah like they knew he wasn't going to win so this is just like an extra cherry on the top mm-hmm. yeah um yeah, yeah great two, stuff two feel-good moments in a row which is crazy to see in a wrestling show <laughs> okay then we had the third match was Britt baker versus red velvet and all face versus heel aside 
This match was fantastic. Yeah, you could tell because they did the pre-match interview with Mark. You could tell mm-hmm. they they told Velvet to heal it up because her promo before yeah. was was pretty heel. She's like, "I'm going to come into your house and play spoiler and stir your yeah, ass like, up or whatever she said." Good. <laughs> yeah, they knew. They I think they realized when they did it on uh, Wednesday that they're like, okay, we gotta we gotta pivot at least just for this week. Yeah, you can't present his face and then have just have everyone boo you. Mm-hmm. It's weird. There's a weird dissonance there. Yeah. Yeah, so she came out there and she was going after the hand. She was going after the wrist. Yeah. She's trying to snap it in the ropes. She tried to take the the brace off her hand. Um, she's going for the Fujiwara a few times, which is awesome. And Brett was, she can work really well for somebody with a with a fractured mm-hmm. wrist, man. Yeah, I've broken my hand before. It's scary trying to put any weight on mm-hmm. that bone. Like it's I can a, imagine. Yeah, it's a. It does a lot to you mentally. Yeah. And that's, like, uh, that's the positives of Chris Jericho. Cause you know, he's got the arm injury. I don't know if his arm injury is legit. But yeah, I, talking, I have no idea if it was worked or not. Yeah. Cause he's talking about it. He was talking about an arm injury during commentary and that's good. And then he said something about, cause somebody said the bone in a wrist and he's like, there's not just one bone in there. There's like 20. So that, that's where he was good on commentary. Yeah. I thought this, uh, Brit looked very, I'm, I'm not saying this in a weird way. She looked very competent, but like not in like, oh, eh, she's competent. Like, no, she looked, it looked really good um, as opposed to her previous match where it looked like she was struggling a bit. Granted, she was wrestling with a broken wrist in that mm-hmm. and she didn't real and she didn't know how bad it was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but yeah, I thought she looked good. I thought Red Velvet looked amazing yeah. in this. Yeah, uh, Red Velvet, like the more work she puts in the ring, she's going to be a, a big deal. In like a year or two. Yeah, they weren't doing too much. It was uh really, really economical. Um her her curb stomps, Britt Baker's curb stomps mm-hmm. are so brutal. Yeah. Um she's been watching I some love... Super Dragon videos. Yes, basically, <laughs> yes. And you know she's a fan of it. Mm-hmm. Because she watches GCW because she tries to get them to sign all the GCW guys. Yeah. she You know she watches PWG because that's where her boyfriend made his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I said, she's probably um, not Super Dragon because of Adam Cole. <laughs> likely. Um, and nobody knows what Super Dragon looks like, but she probably does. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and I loved how she was, uh, and she didn't really have to do this, but selling that wrist injury because mm-hmm. she she would she was going for submissions and she went for the lockjaw, but she couldn't yeah do that it. Was cool. So she did like a one one armed one and reached with the other hand. Yeah, that was cool. Like how she transitioned to go with her good to hand. get the her how she gets into the lockjaw is really well. She must work on that so often with mm-hmm. Adam Cole because like it's always so compelling and it's a new way every time that she gets into that <laughs> move. It's like that is just that's some like Daniel Bryan esque <laughs> stuff. Like yeah. she never gets into that into that submission the same way twice. Mm-hmm. It's always a new way and it's always really cool and really compelling. And it's always the best part of the match, which is great. Mm-hmm. That uh, she always has such great finishes, yeah. even in her bad matches, like yeah. the week before. The way that she got into the into it at the end with uh, with Nyla Rose was really good, mm-hmm. and 
speaking of finishes, the end of this match, um, how was it? Uh, did Rel- Red Velvet attack her? No. Uh, oh this, no! It was. This is, uh, this is what we were talking about: the how they switch Red Velvet to face, but then at the end, she was going to go for a beatdown on Red Velvet again. She's going to curb stomp her on the belt. So Chris yeah. Statlander comes out, which yes, it's like you have. Uh, Brit doing all this heel stuff, but they're in Pittsburgh, so the crowd's just going nuts. Yeah, smash your head and stuff. And then Chris Statlander comes man, out and gets booed out of the building. <laughs> and I was like, that's oh, was like, Statlander. <laughs> I mean, the fans at the next show will be more into Chris Statlander. Oh yeah, it'll 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 switch some, but it was just funny because she comes in to make the save, the crowd starts booing her. <laughs> like one of the most over, like Chris Statlander is legit one of the most over baby faces of the company. Yeah. Hangs out with Orange Cassidy and stuff. Like I think even Orange Cassidy would have got booed if he walked out. <laughs> but man, how big did Chris Statlander look oh, standing next to Britt Baker? Yeah, she's like a giant. She's just she is a giant. Tall. Yeah, she's super tall. That's crazy. Like, she's she, like she's like six two. Yeah, that's or nuts. six three. She is she's large. Mm-hmm. She's a she's a big human being. Yeah, <laughs> not or even alien. just a big woman. She's a big alien. But yeah, she's she's yes, larger. Like uh, if you follow our Instagram video, she she squats a ton. Like she always posts squats videos on her Instagram or doing squats. So I think she yeah, does it she to show is. that her knees better, but she's still putting up a bunch of weight when she's squatting. But yeah, yeah. She's so incredibly, uh, athletic. Mm-hmm. Like she is a big person who was a gymnast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which is crazy to see. Cause usually gymnasts are pretty short. Gymnasts are small people. Mm-hmm. She's not small. But yeah, um, this, this is dead. That's definitely setting up an all out match, which is going to be awesome. Yeah, or, or, uh, I guess we got, yeah. Um, so she comes in, she she gets in uh Britt Baker's face, and then storming in, uh, comes Britt Baker's new heater, mm-hmm. Jamie Hader. Jamie Hader, I didn't even recognize I, her. I, had to, I was like, wait, wait, what? I had to take a minute because at first I actually thought it was somebody who actually made their appearance on Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was Masha Slamovich. Um, because she has like similar red hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was Ruby Soho in a wig at first. I can't lie. Because she had the long sleeves on. I was like, oh, they're covering up her tattoos. It's Ruby Soho in a wig. And I was like, oh, it's not. <laughs> yeah, people didn't people didn't know who this was. Which there's something to be said for maybe do this on TV then. Or or it was on TV. Do it in a way where people know who it is. Yeah. Because yeah, the, the crowd reaction and t- the Twitter reaction were completely different. Because yeah. everyone on Twitter was going nuts, like, oh shit, Jamie Hayter. But because well, even the crowd, like crowd doesn't hear Excalibur eventually say, Oh god, that's Jamie Hayter. Uh-huh. They have no idea who that is. Yeah, they she just looks see completely woman... different. Like she's ripped out of her mind now. It's insane. Because even even the first the two matches she had, which one was a pay-per-view match, like mm-hmm. they had plans for her early. Yeah. And it just didn't work out. I think because she was committed to stardom with with B Priestley, mm-hmm. they held the tag team titles there um, for a long time. Actually, she, she wrestled in AEW with B Priestley one time, right? Or am I she did, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh yeah, she was a she was there. She had her own intro, her own mm-hmm. music, and this was when not everybody had uh, videos and stuff. She yeah. had one, yeah. like she had the whole signed treatment. She had a match on pay per view against emmy sakura which was amazing mm-hmm. and man what a time when b Priestley wrestled. <laughs> that was so long ago i forgot she wrestled at aew for right crazy <laughs> um 
but then she got stuck in well not stuck in japan she was she was locked into japan she was the champ there um and they had plans for her so i guess she went i don't know her story so i don't want to speak for her but she was there and then the lockdown hit mm-hmm. so she was stuck in the uk and just shredded her body up yeah she is i because I looked her up. I was like, what's she been up to? And then like, she just posted pictures the other day of just her at the gym. And I was like, holy crap. She is like all muscle now. And like Twitter, like there was like Twitter awards for wrestling. She won like best ass <laughs> <laughs> in wrestling. That's awesome. um, but yeah, she was somebody who uh, like, she was not a body person before. Mm-hmm. Like she was a little more heavy set before. Mm-hmm. Um, and now is like, like a body, a body yeah. guy. Yeah. I was like, "Holy shit, man!" You must have gotten like that is lockdown. Just started hitting. That is some commitment. She just mm-hmm. she couldn't do anything. She couldn't wrestle, mm-hmm. so she just worked. And uh, I never thought we'd see her back in AEW because I thought that because she didn't come back like lo- like within the first. This was like first two months of AEW, mm-hmm. and there was like a good a good few months when she could have come back and didn't. So I thought like, okay, the ship sailed there. That's too bad. Mm-hmm. Cause this is when we were really searching for anything within the women's division. Yeah. And that's cool. That and, she's uh, Baker too, so that'll keep her on. She'll get a lot of TV time. Yeah. And her first match was against Britt Baker, which is funny. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, she's really good. Um, I think potential match there. I think we likely see before Brit faces uh, Statlander is Statlander maybe faces Jamie Hayter, and that is the match I want to see. Yeah, that'd be good. That be they're good. both big, powerful women. Mm-hmm. That will be incredible to watch. Yeah, I saw people going crazy like we can have Jamie Hayter versus Jade. So that's another potential match people. Are yes, for. <laughs> like the like the the two best bodies in women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. It's exciting. So yeah, but... this. I'm 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 happy with this because this type of person can drag her back a little bit more heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which will sure. be nice. Like um, her heater can do some of the dastardly things, and she can command her like a like an evil bastard mm-hmm. would. Um, I like that. And Jamie Hater's so good. She's yeah. very very good. Well, this. And this is what this is what I was saying when she ran in. Like even with just those two matches that she had, people still didn't know her. She's still an unknown commodity for mm-hmm. the North American audience. So like they were never going to know who that is running in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like oh maybe you could have like had her on TV say, and my new backup is. Jamie Hader, then you'd be like, "Oh, right, I remember her." Yeah, because running in, no one's got, no one knows who that is. People yeah. thought it was Becky Lynch. I saw that too, <laughs> which is so dumb. Sorry, yeah. guys, that's really stupid. <laughs> Imagine if it was though, like how crazy that would have been. <laughs> Could you? Yeah, like just shut WWE down now. Yeah, just yeah. Close yeah. it. It's it's over. Yeah, just close just, that laptop. <laughs> yeah, all you need is because then really all you have is Roman because Becky Lynch is their other top star yet. That. <laughs> That would be no. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a good episode. I'm excited for more Rampage next week. Is going to be nuts. They even talked about 
next week's rampage on NFL during the Chicago Bears game. I saw that. <laughs> so it, it like, Punk's got to show is, up or there's going to be a riot. This is going to be the best uh, debut in Chicago until next Friday when mm-hmm. CM Punk is probably showing up. Is yeah. Like, Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if you uh, if you don't have CM Punk come out, then there's going to be a riot in Chicago, Tony Khan. So please, <laughs> for the sake of all Chicagoans. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I just said, shut down uh, WWE, shut down AEW. Yeah, yeah. If, if and you got to uh, have him come out right at the beginning too. You can't, you can't do anything else on that show until CM Punk comes out because that crowd's. Oh well, yeah, because it's gonna it will it would hijack the show. Mm-hmm. Yep, you'll get CM Punk, or they have to anticipate that and work with it. Yeah, like you can have, have come out or something. Like maybe have some heels come out and then mm-hmm. when people are chanting cm punk they can be like shut up mm-hmm. like how mjf does that like yeah. you can yell shut up shut up yeah if darby comes out first though then we're getting cm punk at the very beginning for sure like if they have andrade come out there or malachi black come out there and try and cut a promo i'm gonna be pissed because mm-hmm. you're not gonna be able to hear them over you're there not gonna CM be able to hear punk them. yeah cm punk's gonna go crazy and the thing is we know now that Rampage isn't really going to do um, a whole lot of, or they could change it up because they often change it up, but I don't think we'll see a lot of promos. So, yeah, I imagine this will probably be the longest promo Rampage will ever have when CM Punk comes out. Because I, I imagine they just say, "Go out there and talk." You got fifteen minutes or whatever. Or he comes out and says nothing, yeah. and the crowd just goes insane. He does that Roman promo. <laughs> which is the, different because they were booing him. Yeah. Or when, um, Chris Jericho's 2012 return, when he, when he faced CM Punk, he didn't say anything for like a month. He'd just come out and pose and then leave like the crowd would go nuts and he'd just leave. <laughs> Great. Chris yeah. Jericho has a mind for that shit, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So next, that's the only thing they, they don't have anything next. Do they announce anything next week for rampage? They'll probably do it on dynamite more stuff they don't they don't have to yeah i know it's already it's sold out and with no matches will. announced and just the thought of cm punk being there they'll probably announce um darby allen in action or something like that mm-hmm. and i don't think it'll be a match but i would have darby come out there um be talking and then maybe cm punk comes out and like hits him with the go to sleep mm-hmm or something like that, and then starts cutting a promo over top of Darby, or something like that. Yeah. He's like, do I have everyone's attention now? That's what he said at the beginning of his pipe bomb. So then he can have him say it there. That, that's how you start it. Yeah. That's how you start it. Or, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Just like, it's it's good to be back. Just some, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And be be real with it. Like, come out there and just, just say, like, I didn't I didn't show up earlier because I didn't know if this company was for real. And now <laughs> I know this company's for real. Yeah. Like they like it when he's real. Mm-hmm. So come out and do that. Yeah. Like just you're like, I see Darby. I see jungle boy. I see like name drop all the people he name dropped earlier. Cause mm-hmm. they, at one point uh, somebody asked him in an interview, who would you come back to wrestle? Who do you think is doing good things right now? And he said, Darby Allen, Will Hobbs, Jungle Boy were oh, the man. three people he mentioned. CM Punk versus Will Hobbs. That's like a dream match for me right now. Just thinking about it. 
Could he get him up for that finish? Who knows? Maybe. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. He's gotten Batista up in it before, so probably. Ooh. Yeah, and Batista would look enormous mm-hmm. in uh, in AEW. So yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> this is so fun, man. This is gonna be this is a wild week, even to think that like I'm not even thinking of dynamite. They're gonna use dynamite as the go home for Rampage. That's one thing that I loved mm-hmm. of about Dynamite this past week is that it's it functions as a go home to the big matches on Rampage. Mm-hmm. Which is so cool. Yeah. Like, there's always, like, and one more thing. <laughs> like, Rampage is the and It's like the E3, and one more big thing. Yeah, and then you get your cool announcement. Yeah. Yeah, because this, dynam- this Dynamite this week, we just went over it a couple of days ago, and I don't even remember. I know the, the Bucks have a tag title match against Lucha, Lucha, uh, Junk, Jurassic Express, if I can remember their tag team name. That's yeah, I, I can, can look at uh, what's uh, what we have for next week. We don't have it's not a ton. Oh, actually, no. There is one huge match that is uh, Jericho versus MJF. Is oh this yeah, week. and two point versus Darby and Sting. So there's some good matches. Yeah. But, the Young yeah. Bucks, Jurassic Express, and then mm-hmm. Sammy Guevara versus Sean Spears with a major announcement, which is exciting. I don't think they. Yeah, they don't have anything announced for uh, Rampage yet. And they don't have to. Yeah. And I think they should leave it that way. You know why everyone's tuning in. <laughs> yeah. Don't even try to fake it like anything else. Just he'll have CM Punk come out and talk for an hour. Okay, so I think we should um leave it leave it here because we're ten minutes shorter than the <laughs> yeah, episode right. of Rampage. Yeah. And I think we should we, we should leave it right there. All so right. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit stop on this and we'll see you. I guess, uh, see you on Wednesday. See you.